Welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. One is a Harvard Business School alum. The other is her son, discussing business, pop culture, family, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, Deb and Kev. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the Deb and Kev podcast. Sitting over there, just like Elon Musk, she refuses to be in charge of anything on this podcast, despite being the largest shareholder. It's my mom, Deb. (laughs) It's true, and I am Deb. And if Melissa Rivers can adopt a child at 54, then I have zero pressure to become an adult anytime soon. I'm her son, Kev, and this is our podcast. Is that true? According to people.com, it is. Melissa Rivers, she's 54? Well, yeah, her mom was like 200 when she passed. So, oh my gosh. So she, what did she, did she, is she married? What do we know? I'll, I'll be real honest with you. I went yeah. full millennial and just read the headline. Oh, okay. So at 54, a female uh-huh. who might have other children. Un- think, unaware. Un- who might have other children just adopted a baby. I'm going to assume that no rational female at 54 who has kids is just going out there and adopting other kids. But I think she has a child. I think Joan Rivers has one child. Well, that's Melissa, Melissa Rivers. And I think Joan Rivers had a grandchild, which would have been Melissa's child. I think there's a grandchild. I, I refuse I to that, do any homework. As I say that, I have yep. no idea. Yeah. Like a lot of the things I say on this podcast. The status quo. It's status quo. But look how many years you have now. I mean, if I <laughs> want to chart a course the same as Melissa Rivers, I'm good yeah. for 17, baby. You're good. 17 more years. On today's show, we're not going to talk about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker getting married in Vegas. We're not going to talk about the Billy Ray Cyrus or the Trish Cyrus divorce. Oh. We're not even going to talk about 40-year-old Britney Spears and 18-year-old Cincinnati Zoo hippo BB both making pregnancy announcements. Britney's pregnant? They all say this about the pregnancies. Mm. One of the pregnant parties thought they just overate and weren't actually pregnant. Care to guess, was it Britney or BB? It was Britney. It was Britney. (laughs) I want to talk. So much news out there. I have no idea what's going on in that world. And it's totally pointless. Yeah. I can hold on to Will and Jada for a long time. And we are asking you to get rid of all of that. I've gotten rid of them now. I am putting something out in the atmosphere, in the world, that is either a glitch in the matrix, because everything's a simulation. Okay. Or it's entirely on me. Oh, okay. A couple weeks back, I told you a story about a complete stranger at the gym who oh, yeah, walked yeah. up to me. Yeah. I'd never seen him before. Yep. Never seen him since. Oh, weird. And he just asked me how much I weighed. Yeah. I think, well, listen, I think there are some people out there that are fascinated with how much you weigh because we recently had a situation where a couple people asked me how much you weighed. That's nice. And I was like, all I can remember is high school weight. So my here was my guess. Uh-huh. 220 to 225. There you go. Am I in the ballpark? Sure. So this is clearly a trend okay. that you've experienced and yeah. I've experienced. It happened again. What? Same gym, totally different human being, mm-hmm. never laid eyes on him before. Yeah. Now granted like how old? Give us a give us a descriptor of this guy. Forties. Forties, like Short, tall, good I would looking, say he average. was probably five, six, five, seven, walked okay. in really tan. So he's one foot shorter than you are. Bear. Yeah. Wearing a tightish gray cotton tank top. Okay. 
not like well built, but trim, mm -hmm. right? So he looks to be healthy for whatever his age and weight. Not a stocky five seven guy. No, like a trim, not petite, but smaller. Right, because he's five six five seven. Yeah, just yeah, yeah but it, he's not like he's not like roided out, bulging muscle guy no, or anything no. like that. And again, never laid eyes on this guy. So when somebody new comes into the gym, it's well documented. I loathe all the people that I work out with, but right. I know them. I know yeah. when I show up at the time that I work out who I'm going to see, and that fire burns inside of me of hate. And do you think they hate you too? I hope so. I hope it goes both ways. <laughs> so I see this guy. Yeah. It obviously registers with me. He's new. I've never seen him before. Yeah. Now, to be fair, last time somebody came up and just cold asked me how much I weighed, right. I was in the middle of actually working out. So that was weird. So that's like, uh, uh. Yeah, like I walk over to the gym and I wasn't constipated. I was working out. <laughs> I can only do, I only have like three sound effects. We know that. And while, <laughs> while I was working out, the first guy waited till I was done, waited till I was done pooping. And then he came up to me and he said, hey man, how much are you weighing? Right? He said something along, along that effect. How much are you weighing? Something like that. So that was weird. Well documented. If you need to go find it, it's on a previous podcast. This time, to be fair to this random guy who I've never laid eyes on, yep. I was walking from the direction of where the scale was. Mm. So in his mind, he thought, this stranger who I've never seen before, who mm -hmm. I don't know, mm -hmm. who I have no affiliation with whatsoever, is in the general area of a scale. Yeah, why don't I ask him about his weight? Quick question. Yes, Deb. Okay, so I don't know if it's this way with men. Mm -hmm. And of course, I am not a thin and trim girl. Okay? okay. But I have been thin and trim, but I'm not. Got it. But as a rule, I'm going to say there's a general rule. Okay. That if a woman is anywhere near a scale and, and is brave enough to get on it, nobody asks her how that was. You know why, Deb? Why? Because it's freaking weird. It is weird. It's also very private, right? And I'm not saying that I have is any- Is it the same for men? I'm not saying that I have any personal hold up on it. I will happily tell friends and family, even kind of friends of friends, what I weigh if they were to ask. Right. It's beyond my comprehension that I would open with to an absolute stranger. How much do you weigh? How much you weigh, boss? Oh, is that what he said? Yep. How much do you weigh, boss? Yep. And- to be fair, now he didn't see me because it was tucked away. Yeah. I had just weighed myself, but even if he saw me weighing myself, yeah. that's still insane to ask that question. So can I ask a side note? Yeah. So like the whole boss thing, when someone says that, is that cool? Is that weird? Is that I mean like he's older me. than you? Like is boss just a friendly buddy term of endearment? What is it? Uh I think it's a it's a it's a way to somewhat familiarize yourself with an individual, knowing mm. you're asking an absolutely insane question okay, of them. So he said, "How much do you weigh?" And then you said, "And again, I have my ear pods in." Oh, okay. So yeah. then I look and I go, "What was that?" And I take an ear pod out so that he can, you know, repeat the weirdness. To which he says, points at the scale, "How much are you weighing?" And I go, two twenty-five, and I walk away. I don't know where to go after that. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to continue on that conversation. I have it for you. I don't want to. Though. No, I have it for but you. But here's the thing. 
I don't want to. I have it for you. Okay. And when this happens again, <laughs> yeah. and the third stranger yeah. who yeah. walks into the gym, mm-hmm. who I hate everybody else or there. Or any place else on the planet. And they look at me and they think, this guy feels real comfortable with discussing his weight yeah. to strangers. Yeah. Let me go up to him. What should I say? Okay. So I think the perfect response is what you do when people ask how tall you are. Because I have a taser. That happens constantly. You go places. I mean, it is the weirdest thing. People walk up to you and they announce to you, you're tall. You're tall. They don't say, hey, how is it up there? It's a declaration. They say, it's a declaration. You're tall. Which there is nothing to say to that except, uh-huh. Yep. I mean, that's all you can Sky say. Sky is blue. Right? And so then they go, how tall are you? And then you say, how tall do you think I am? I think people have an opinion about your weight. And you need to ask them, how much do you think I weigh? That's weird. Is that weird? It's weird for it's weird for two reasons. First off, if they're trying to assume it's the same thing as height, we as a society somehow give credit to tall men like they've accomplished something. Right. And we haven't. I'll be the oh, first person to tell you. I accomplished it. Yeah. It's all me. I just didn't walk around with cinder blocks on my head. I just yeah. let my body do what it wanted to do. And I'm taking all the credit. And did I have to endure literal growing pains? For sure. Do I have bad knees and a bad back because of it? Yes. But I didn't do anything to be tall. So it's weird that collectively we're all just like, see that tall guy? He's better than most people. B, that does not mean that because somebody's tall who you feel comfortable asking them about their height, that you can then go into other characteristics about them. Because what if I was super thin? What if I was six foot seven and super thin? Are you going to come up to me and be like, how tall are you, string bean? And how much do you weigh? Yeah, that would be weird. Because if or I if, if you I told really you fat. I was like 170, yeah. that maybe I'm ashamed of that because I wish I was bigger. Or maybe I'm 350 and I maybe wear it better than somebody who's like five inches shorter than me, but I'm still like not cool with it. I just find it weird. I think it's so weird. I mean, I think it's so weird that people don't try to strike up a little friendly, like, hey, how long you been coming to the gym? But you that's know? weird too. Well, or, hey, I'm new. Do you like this gym? That's weird too. What, Kevin? It is okay for some people to speak to you. No, it's <laughs> there, not. Therein lies the problem. If you're coming to the gym with the belief yeah. that you're going to befriend somebody on the first or yeah. second or third day, you're doing the gym wrong. Your job at the gym is to work out. Maybe, maybe they're looking for a gym partner. That's the, then. That's the dumbest thing you could do. Shape. That's the dumbest thing you could do. If you were looking for a gym partner, what would you I do? wouldn't look for a gym partner. I'm not lonely and I know what I'm doing at the oh gym. I'm not going to the gym and be like, well, I'm going to go find me a gym partner today and be the weirdo. Kevin, what if people are just being friendly? What if you look like a likable then guy? Then come up and say, hey, you look like a likable guy who's friendly. Do you mind if I ask you about your weight? <laughs> would that be okay? Would that be better? I guess kind of because you're yeah. at least like buttering me up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I don't get it. Well- I think that you need, okay, here's the answer. You need to put like a big invisible like shroud around you that is screeching. Don't come near me. Don't talk to me. I don't need a gym buddy. I don't care. Here's Deb, a, that like, thing is a well-oiled machine already. <laughs> I put off stay away vibes more than anybody else who exists in that gym. Okay, here I have a question for you. You know the woman that owns the gym? I do. Okay. Was she there both times? Oh, she's always there. So you know what I think she's doing? She's screwing with you. 
You think the owner of the gym mm-hmm. is bringing in yep. strangers yep. and saying, let's gaslight this kid. Exactly. She knew you when you were in seventh grade. Yeah. And she watches you come in the gym and not visit with anybody, including her. And so she says to all the new guys, hey, you know what? That guy loves to be asked, how much does he weigh? If that was the case, I would give her all the credit in the world. Yeah. It's just something that cannot compute in my brain. I just think it's a weird question to ask. I mean, so weird, like just so weird. Yeah. I mean, asking your height, I get that. Par for the course. Par for the course. But your weight is a weird thing. It is. It would be be like if somebody just said, hey, can I ask you about your skincare routine? I'd be like, what? No, but it would be, it would, you know what? It's kind of, it's a little more personal than that because it's a little bit like, like, let's say you had a scar on your arm from yeah. something. Like and Padma it, Lakshmi. Yeah, like Padma Lakshmi. If they said, hey, tell me about that scar. For someone you didn't know. I mean, it's out there for the right. world to see. Your weight is out there for the world to see. But they haven't like earned the right yet through a personal relationship to yeah. ask that. I think it's a, it's a guy thing. I think they're curious. I don't think there's any ill intent. I've never once felt compelled to wonder about another man's weight unless it's like on an extreme one way or the other, let alone worked up the confidence to go up to another man lifting heavy metal and saying, hey, how much do you weigh, friend? So I think we should just have a shirt made for you, a workout. No, I don't do that. I don't want that either. (laughs) I'm not going to be a banner for weirdos. Okay, you're just going to have to go up there. It doesn't happen that often. If it happens a third time, I might actually believe that the owner of the gym is messing with me. Yeah. No, I believe she has that in her for sure. Yeah. Don't you? Uh, listen, she birthed some crazy people. We yeah. know that. Yeah. No, but we're not going to say their names. No. Nope. Nope. I don't think people come to this world crazy, nature versus nurture. I think she instilled a little bit of that in them. Yep. So would it? I wouldn't put it past her to believe that she can do something like this to somebody who goes to that gym. Yeah. Who knows their kids? Yeah. Anyways. Just telling you, it's a weird thing. It's a weird, I think that's a very weird thing. I think that is, that encroaches on too personal if you haven't spoken. Here's another thing that has been germinating in my head that I know I need to do. Okay, go ahead. Since I haven't done this since Mm pre-pandemic, you can only imagine how daunting this feels to me. Okay. Cleaning out my closets. Oh, there's a lot of bags that have arrived here in the last couple of years. a lot of bags that have arrived here in the last couple of mm. years, and there's been a lot of inventory in and zero mm. inventory out. So I would say the last time I cleaned out all of my clothes would have been probably November 2019. Mm. So we're sitting on like two and a half years worth of clothes, and I'm usually pretty good about it, about if something new comes in, yeah. something old goes out. Uh that's the Swedish way of doing things, by yes, the way. I love that. Something new comes in, something old goes out. I know that I need to do it. I know that I want to do it. I know that I'll feel better after I do it. But working up the energy to comb through all of that stuff, oh my gosh. Okay, let's do this because I need to do it as well. In fact, I bought all new hangers. My hangers are half and half, you know, half new, half old. Yeah. I want them to be all brand new, okay. which means I've got to go through everything. So let's just set a joint date. Pick a date. I can't. I can't do that. You can't. Why? You cannot, for me, 
You cannot set a date to do something that literally revolves around my emotional want to do something. Because here's the thing. I could get done with this podcast and think, let's go. Let's go do it right now. And I'd go upstairs and I'll start cleaning it out. It's more of a feeling. It's more of a, to use a Gen Z term, it's more of a vibe. You haven't had that vibe for two and a half years. No. How long are we going to wait? Well, I'll tell you this. The, is there room in your closets anymore for anything? None. The fact that I'm thinking about it is a good sign. Ah. There is n- My closets are jam-packed. There is no room for anything, which is why my like large footstool is now where a lot of sweaters and t-shirts mm. are, because there's nowhere else for anything to go. I'm going to go buy you new hangers. I don't want new hangers. I don't need new hangers. I want you to have new hangers. Mm, I'm new okay. hangers that take up less space. Nah, I'm good. And the boxes of new hangers are going to sit in the room. No. Until you open it. I don't want more stuff. Thanks, though. (laughs) I don't... You could hang more with new hangers. Your hangers are fat. I don't want to hang more. That's the problem. You're trying... You're... No, 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 no. You're an enabler. You're trying to give me skinnier (laughs) hangers so I can hang more clothes. Here's what I want to do. I want you to get rid of the old stuff, but I want to give you new hangers so that it looks a little bit more spacious in there. I don't think it ever will look spacious. I'm six foot seven. I weigh 225 pounds and my clothes are bigger than most human beings clothes. Thus it takes up more space. The shirts do hang kind of down like a dress. I'm telling you, I have too much stuff. I know I have too much stuff. I want to get rid of all of it. I have no problem getting rid of all of it. I usually have a cycle where I go try to drop off the clothes at those secondhand stores Mm -hmm. where they kind of Mm -hmm. rummage through everything. I don't know that I care about that anymore. They don't really take much, and you yeah. get like five cents on the dollar for them. There's just there's enough people in need. You totally. feel good to donate. So it. Yeah. I'm more than comfortable just donating them to St. Vincent's or. We that's do pretty ca- much it. we do Catholic charities because they really do yeah. help. I mean, and you get a tax write off, and you get a tax write off. They're not making money off of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and I never like. There's a lot of people. This is interesting too. They take it one step further than the secondhand stores, they'll just take photos of all of their clothes and then put them online for people to buy. Oh, interesting. I don't know that I could do that because I don't actually want to interface with anybody buying my clothes. You know, this is how I feel. If I if I bought something and too much time has gone by to return it, that's on me and I just now need to get rid of it. And somebody else is going to get new clothes. I'll actually leave the tickets on it so they know, right? Yeah. Like, isn't that a thrill? Go enjoy those things. You know what we should do? We should call our Polish friend. We should say when is the next shipment of things mm, that'd be good going idea. over to the Ukraine because they ship. And then we should like, I'll put all the stuff of mine. You box up yours and we send it over to the Ukraine because those people need so much right now. You're, you are passively, aggressively putting a timeline on me and I can see that. Does that bother you? I, I can't do if it on the a Ukraine, time. Does it bother you? Does it move you a little bit more? Kind of. Of course it does. Of course that does. But I if mean, you told me like, well, it's got to be done in two weeks, then I'm just going to be- I'm not going to tell you that. I'm just going to be a, a very angry only child boy. I'm going to say we have some flexibility because they do boxes you know, with some kind of regularity, but we want to get them to the people that need them. That would be the thing. I, I I don't disagree with that at all. And if that lines up with my vibe, totally fine. But here's what I have to say. I want to be there. Actually, the Ukrainian people, some of those people would be your people. 
tall people. True. Um, but it would be super funny as people tried your pants on. I'm not going to lie. What do you mean? Meaning like they're going to be long on everybody. Oh, you mean like if I was to sell them secondhand myself watching people try on my own no, clothes? No, just if you're picture being in the Ukraine and they start shaking your pants out and asking people, hey, try these on, try these on, because it's a normal waste. You want to watch people dress? I want to watch people try your pants on and laugh. There's weird corners of the internet for that, Deb. I'm telling you this. You are going to, the people in Ukraine who are sad, you are going to bring a smile to their face that with them trying on your clothes. I would be okay with that. That would be that would be sweet. And, and if cute. I saw somebody fighting in a large, tall, old navy T-shirt, taking down some Russians, mm-hmm. knowing that they were wearing my clothes, that would make you so happy. I would feel like I'm doing my part. You would, yeah. Let's talk internet debates over the course of time. Okay. I, I saw something pop back up on Twitter that was that set the world on fire. And I thought to myself, well, I feel like it's been a while since we've had like a real divisive internet conversation about people's opinions. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered, well, that's not been that long. We just had the doors versus wheels. We did. Debate. Yeah. But I thought that's a great impetus to look back on all of the, the debates that people have had prior. So here's where I'm going to go with it. And this okay. you're going to remember, this is probably the biggest internet debate that happened in the last 15 years. Okay, so is this an older one? That we're, yeah, we're okay. looking back. We're not looking okay. forward, we're looking back. We'll have a different perspective, don't you think now? Like, will our minds be changed, do you think? I don't think so. Well, we'll find out right now. Oh, okay. Deb. Yeah. Was the dress blue and black or white and gold? Oh, it was white and gold. I literally don't understand people that say it was blue and black. Like those people are colorblind. For sure. But there's a lot of them. It was a debate for a reason. There was enough people sounding off on the blue and black to where I I thought it was like, listen, there are internet trolls for sure who were going to take the opposite stance just to drive people insane. And I'm fine with that. Totally fine with that. No, but there were real people we knew that said it was blue and black. Unironically, looking at you and I saying, I don't get what you're seeing with the white and gold. This is blue and black. Right. And it was painfully white White and and gold. gold. Yeah. So what did we ever find out what that was? Was there ever a real explanation for it? Well, it was a dress and it was white and gold. No, (laughs) I know it was a dress and I'm quite confident it was white and gold. But is there something in the pigment of our eye or is there something, I mean, is there something like that? There's no pigment in our eyes. There's pigments in all the people who were wrong's yeah, eyes. Yeah. Because again, you, you have to be able to, I guess, walk a mile in somebody's shoes to yeah. understand it. I don't understand being wrong about colors. Colors are facts. But what if, okay, let's just say what if for a moment. What if I thought it was white and gold? I mean, I thought it was white and gold, like the sun is going to rise tomorrow. And what if you were one of the people that thought it was blue and black? There has to be a reason. Your eyes are broken. Well, your eyes are right. White and gold eyes, your eyes are great. The blue and black people's eyes, broken. Okay. That's all we can say. I I just don't get it. I don't understand it. it. It's like I sit here and I think like, okay, 
you can talk about doors and wheels and we'll yeah. never really know that. It's just right. a guess. It's an yeah. educated guess no no matter how deep you go into it. It's only but ever an educated the guess. I think people are saying that too. It's, that's, they're wrong. I can remember taking my phone and going like this, like holding it, like thinking like if you look at it at an angle, if you look at it In to the, the sun, side. At night. It, exactly. That thing was white and gold no matter how I looked at it. I, I, I mean, I'm on a site where it keeps kind of showing the image. Yeah. I get how you could see the white part had like a, I could get it, had like a bluish hue, a faint shadow bluish hue. The gold is gold. It's, it's not black. It is gold. Yeah. Black? And I looked on it on my phone, on an iPad, on a computer. I can remember I looked at it in different places thinking that that was somehow yeah. indicative of it. And it was always white and gold. Black is the absence of color. Yeah. This is clearly gold. It's that's gold. what I don't get. Okay, so you see that's where we're going with this. Okay, I got it. Old that was internet debate. Yeah. Well, it's still the dress is as far as I'm concerned, is still white and gold. This is gonna be one that I think you you weren't probably, you know, in the Twitter spheres for, but probably. I think you'll still have an opinion yeah. about it. Okay. How many different ways can you draw an X? Okay, so one. Now you got to say how where are you starting and where okay. are you ending? There is I'm going to start if I'm looking at it. Yep. I'm looking at it. From the upper left-hand corner down. That's one. Yep. And then draw the other one. Then I can start from the upper right-hand corner down. Then I can start from the lower left-hand corner up. Then I can start from the lower right-hand corner yep. up. Then I can start from the upper left-hand corner and do a V. Yep. And then I can start from the lower right-hand corner and do a V. Yep. Then the lower left-hand corner and do a V, the top right-hand corner and do a V. Yep. And then I can go the other way, the side V. Yep. Does that make sense? On both sides yep. and both ways. Are you keeping count? I'm not, but you thought exactly what I thought. The internet way back when tried to say there was eight distinct ways to draw an X. I listed more than eight. And I agree with you because depending on where you start, you know, bottom left to upper right, bottom right to upper left, I'm and vice versa. I'm assuming you can only pick your pen up once. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, if you're picking it up four times, you're psychotic. Well, no, but you can- If you're picking it up four times, and, you're the type of no, person no, no. who goes up to somebody at the gym and asks them what their weight no, is. No, only picking it up once and not retracing. No, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah. If you pick it up four times, that means you're making four yeah. little dashes. But I guess that, you, that is, would that count as one? And uh, if you do that I mean, four times starting in different places. For sure. Yeah. So so you you essentially said that you can draw close to 20 different variations of an X, right? Easily. What most people originally thought was, well, I just do it my way. So if I did it the opposite way, there's really only like two or three. Then it ballooned to five, then it ballooned to seven, then it ballooned to eight. If you don't, if you don't segment it, meaning you're not doing like V's, mm -hmm. there's eight ways to do it where you're just drawing two lines. Okay. If you draw it with the V's, you you again, depending on how gran granular you want to get mm -hmm. with it, you can get upwards of like 22 different ways right. to draw an Easily. X. Easily, yep. How do you draw an X? How do you yourself draw an X? Oh, I start in the upper left-hand corner and go down and then the right-hand corner. Upper left, down to right. Yeah. Upper right, down yeah. to left. Yeah. That's how I do it too. Is there a right and wrong way to do an X? I, I I don't think so, but I'm sure some people are looking at us being like, I go bottom left to upper right, 
and bottom right into upper left. People start on the bottom? I'm saying. Oh, that's weird. People, everyone learned to write an X, and nobody learned to write an X when they got to school starting from the bottom. Do you know why I think we, like, how do you do a cursive X? Because I do the cursive a X. cursive X has, yep. Yeah, you do. You start you have at a the little curl. top left, you, you curl, curl down you to the down, bottom right, yep. and then you just and then you slash. Just slash. Yeah. yeah. So if you would have learned that, you always stop, started up there. Maybe that's why we start that way, and some people don't because they never learned cursive. Oh, maybe. Although it would make sense to me, like, I'm trying to think of words that have X in it, like... Where does the word preceding it stop that would make it easier for you to use an X, to draw an X? I'm trying to think. Um, Oh, she's got a pen out. So if I write the word X caliber, it's it's still always the top first and then the slash, and then you start the next letter. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of the word detox in my head, so it would be an O, but I start at the top. Draw a circle so it ends at the top. So the natural I movement. I still do the exact same thing. Start yeah. at the left. Yeah. The natural always. movement would be at the top. The slash top is left. Last. Yeah. The slash is last always. That, so that was, most people just thought there was two ways. Then other people said, well, depending on which way you want to go, there are, there are up to eight. And then you, being the ex connoisseur that you are, mm-hmm. established, depending on how psychotic you want to be. All the different Vs. Yeah. Yep. You can do even more. Here's a question for you. Go. What does the H in I-M-H-O stand for? The acronym I-M-H-O. So you would use this while texting. Mm. What does the H in I-M-H-O stand for? I don't know what any of those letters stand for. So the internet would say, in my humble opinion or in my honest opinion. Oh, okay. I like that. What one would you say? Humble. I say humble too. Yeah. No, in my humble opinion, feels to me like it really flows nicely. I I don't think we we say in my honest opinion, we assume honesty. I wonder if that's like a generational thing though too, being we say humble because it's less less combative. Right, right, right. We're just being like, well, I'm just in my humble opinion. It, it's kind of like my opinion, right. but it, you know, not no offense to anybody right. else's opinion. Not a lot of energy behind it. Right. If you say honest opinion, yeah. then what you're saying is the opinion opposite of yours is not truthful. It, correct. Yeah. yeah. So I think as an older generation, which I would say that I am, I would say humble because it's less combative. I agree. Where I think honest, you could maybe tweak someone's emotions a little bit especially if you used it shorthand and they fill in the gap of how they interpret it too. So that's the other question is if you're using IMHO and somebody thinks it's honest, they might think you're a little more declarative mm, with your response a little poop behind than it. what you mean. Yep. Uh, actually, the Huffington Post had a, uh, a chart on this. Yeah, and give me the percentages. It said people under the age of 30, Yeah. almost 50%, thought it was in my honest opinion. Mm, what a combative group. Right? People between 30 and 44, almost 40% thought honest. Mm-hmm. People between the ages of 45 and 64 thought, in my humble opinion, was the right answer, about 35%. And then people 65 plus don't know what the internet is. <laughs> Stop it. 
Okay. Do you remember this one? Do you remember the the clip that you had to play? And it either said Yanni or Laurel. Oh God, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you hear? I hope, okay, first off, let me say this. I hope everybody, if you haven't heard of some of these. Can you play it right now? I can't. I don't have it loaded up. Oh, okay. I I want you to go back and Google Yanni versus Laurel Laurel Mm -hmm. and see what you hear. This was something I listened to a thousand times, Mm -hmm. a thousand times. Yep, yep. I would say 50-50 at the most part. Like I could hear both, but it was always Yanni to me. So it was always Yanni to me. Now, I think I listened to it enough. This is what it feels like, that I inserted Laurel in there somehow. Yeah. Like listened so hard for Laurel. Yeah. I tried to shut Yanni out of my brain. Yep. But the truth of the matter is, the first 100 times I listened to it, it was Yanni all day long. Totally. I mean, clearly Yanni. No Laurel. I mean, Yanni and Laurel don't sound the same. No. No. That's why I think it was such a hotly debated thing. Because again, I think you have people who are just going to take whatever they think the opposite of the majority is. Right. Totally fine. But then I'm with you. I thought it was Yanni, but I listened to it so much. My brain was like, but can you hear Laurel? Can you hear it? Exactly. I think that happens because, you, you know, if again, if you run into a Laurel person, they're so convinced that it's just Laurel, like it just rolls off the lips yep. that way. And um, so then you go, okay, I'm just going to hear it again. I'm going to yep. hear Laurel. I'm going to listen for it. And you're you're thinking, Laurel, Laurel, Laurel. And so I think a little bit, you can convince yourself that you heard it. But honestly, for me, it was a Yanni all the time. It was totally Yanni for me. Yeah. I like, yeah. And that, that's where if you, you did yourself a disservice, and I'm including myself in this, you did yourself a disservice if you listened to it more than once. You needed to listen mm-hmm. to it one singular time. And stop. And stop. And just let it be Yanni. And if there were a voting platform, vote and be done. And yeah. be- and walk away from it. Walk away from it because yep. your brain is just messing with you at that point. I agree. I agree. You're an English major. I am. So you should know this. This shouldn't be a debate for you. You should actually know this. Now I'm worried. Okay. Okay, go. How many spaces come after a period? Oh, so this is a big debate. Right. It used to always be two. Okay. So every single sentence you started with two spaces? I think that's how it was, like in typing days and early computer days. I want to say that it was two. Okay. And then I think in more recent years, one became the thing. That's what I think. You were taught in college as an English major who would go on to do nothing with her degree. Well, clearly. Maybe writing some stuff. Some of this information I've dumped, right? No, I think it was two. See, I think I think it was two. You taught me it was two. It was two for sure. It was two, but now it's one. I do one now. I mean, because I think there was some big declaration made by Webster or somebody, you know, that said, "Hey, it's two. And then these lazy damn millennials yeah. came in and started doing one, 
And the older people were taught this. They're judging. We're saying now that one is acceptable. You know what all that happened? And this is probably when texting became a bigger thing. So like in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. I'll bet texting, we just shorthanded so much that we just wanted to make sure that the first word wasn't bumped up to the period. So we just did a minimum of one space so that we could continue on with the message as opposed to thinking we should write it the same way that we would write a paper. So you guys effectively broke all the good modern English language rules and tools. Here are those millennials just breaking everything, ruining it for all of us. I do one now. I remember when Americans used to use two spaces. Now we're cutting in half, and that's why the Chinese are going to take over. Exactly. Exactly. Do you remember the movie Inception? I do, kind of. Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio And Ellen Page. And Ellen Page. They created a technology. Well, they didn't create it, but they utilized a technology where you could enter into people's dreams. Right. And one of the key components for you to be able to differentiate whether you were in the real world or whether you were in a dream was you had to have a token, something that was unique to you that you knew the weight of, that you knew the feel of, that you knew what it looked like on every single side. Do you remember what Leonardo DiCaprio's thing was? I don't remember. It was a top that he would spin. Ah, and if I he remember. spun yep, it yep. in a dream, it would just continue to spin and spin and, it would and spin. Never topple and it over. would never fall. But if it was in real life, he'd spin it and he would eventually fall. That movie ends with him spinning the top and goes to black before we see the before top it, do anything. Yep. What do you think happened to that top? Mm. Now, I do believe this movie came out like 10 or 15 years ago. I do believe that Christopher Nolan, who also directed all the Batman movies, somebody did a bit of a spoiler on it and said what actually happens, but I don't want to look that up. I want your opinion. Can you remind me of the last scene, what he was doing? He's back in that kitchen. Yep. He sees his kids out playing in the grass, Yep. but it's very similar to what he had been, he had dreamed before. Right. So he spins the top to see whether or not it's real. It topples. It's real. You think it's real? I think it's real. I think the reason I pushed back on it was because it had been years since he had seen his kids. Yeah. And his kids looked the exact same since he had seen them, wearing the exact same outfits in the exact same place that they mm, were. Good observation, Kev. But I do think that would be a... I don't know, an unfulfilling ending if he was just yeah. stuck in a dream for forever. Yeah. I want him to be with his kids. So I think the top just kept spinning. Oh. Because he could That's still like you. He That's could like still you be with do. his kids, right? Well, I guess somewhere else in some other dimension. Like he could still be with his kids even if it's just the memory of his kids. But then does he know that it's just the memory of the kids? Thus he's yearning for the real world. Yeah. And is he missing out on the real world? Because he's stuck in that dream with the top spinning. Yeah, I, I, I tend to, I would hope that the top toppled. I don't think it did. I'm going to have to watch that again. Feels ambiguous. Yeah, it does. That uh, movie, very similar to the movie Tenant, where it kind yes. of defies the logic of right. real life. Where we kind of don't know, like, in what time and space right. we are. Half yeah. of the movie goes forward, half the movie yeah. goes backward. Yeah. Very good movie. This is Up Your Alley. Okay. And we had a lot of debates when this series came out, this book series, and then the movie series. All right. The Hunger Games. Yes. Deb, are you team Gail or are you team PETA? No question. Hold on. Team Gail was her 
best friend kind of slash love interest, and they would go hunting. Squirrels. They go hunting squirrels and chipmunks because I think they pretty much lived in West Virginia. And he was a little bit of a protector of the family. Yeah. And he was a big guy, burly guy, good looking guy. And it was Liam Hemsworth, by the way. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. I mean, just sexy Australian. Yeah. And then there was PETA, who was the baker's son, a little shorter. Mm -hmm. He got captured. They brainwashed him into hating her, Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. Spoiler alert for all of you who haven't watched all four movies or read the entire series, she ends up with PETA. Yep. What team are you? Team Gale, 100%. Wow. I didn't think, I thought it was totally opposite. Team Gale, ride or die. I have never, I think that was one of the worst constructs of the movie to leave us with that. There is no way. First of all, let me tell you this. Yeah. Katniss Everdeen would have never been with him. That's number one. That would have never been with PETA. Would, would have never been with PETA. Okay. And guess who else would have never been with him? Who? Jennifer Lawrence. Would have never been with Fair that enough. actor. Fair enough. If they had done a different actor, I possibly could have gotten there. Yeah. But it was such a bad pick. Yeah. It was like, it, when you read the book, it's Gail. And then you see Liam Hemsworth. It's Gail. Yeah. It can't be that guy. What's that guy? Hutcherson? What's his name? Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson. It can't Hutchinson, be him. Hutcherson. Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Something yeah. like that. It can't be him. It was, it was, listen, Jennifer Lawrence is even saying in the depths, like now that she's had a baby, she's yeah. home, she whispers to her baby, Katniss would have never loved Peter. See, I wonder if they chose him because he was like the quiet, stable, at-home domestic version, right? Like she kind of needed that after overthrowing an entire government where she pretty much watched all of her loved ones die and gail continued on in the military so i wonder if 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 the belief was she needs just a bit of some mental break from all the atrocities that she saw so she can't belong to the military guy anymore because there's a risk of losing him yeah and all Peter wants to do is bake her bread although there's a threat that through the brainwashing he might strangle her one night in her sleep all of all of that is true and more. Peter is just like it was. Ugh, no, didn't like it. How about you? I think it's twofold. It's very similar to the conversation that we had a long time ago, which is Hakuna Matata or YOLO, right? right. Gail, Team YOLO. You're yeah. like strapping, tall, yeah. carries a gun. Because well, he loved her. He did, but he also like he had this bigger want. He wanted yeah. to go protect the country, right? Right. And then after you've YOLO'd for a really long time, yep. you just want to chill. You just want a Hakuna Matata. You just want to live with a baker. Yeah. yeah. You want the guy who went through a lot of the same stuff that you went through, who understands your experience, who wanted to kill you in a murderous rage, but yep. has apparently been detoxed yep. from that, who can make a fabulous Sasha tort for your birthday. Well, I mean, you got a point with that. See? I mean, as soon as you mentioned the Sasha tour, you kind of have me. If Peter yeah. comes home with a big loaf of crusty sourdough every day, yeah, that's not a bad thing. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. I also too. Yeah. Uh, you've got to remember that both she and Peter won. They did. So if there are, you know, things to be gained, I mean, in privileges and wealth and all that kind yeah. of stuff, they were living the better life. They were rich, 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 rich. I, I probably, in the series, was Team Gale. As I sit here as a 37-year-old understanding, not wanting to burn the candle at both ends, I'm totally fine with Team Peter. Yeah, I'm Team Gale. In the moment, I was Team Gale, Team though. Gale, for sure. Here is a selection on a series that you and I have not watched a single frame of. Okay. Are you Team Edward 
or are you team Jacob? Do you have any idea what I movie? I don't even know what we're talking about. Twilight. Oh, I don't even know. Tell me the actors who are who. Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Is Edward, so okay. he's the vampire. Yeah. And then, oh, what's the dummy's name? Is he that was, Taylor, that weird yeah, guy? who dated Taylor Swift, Robert too. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. He was a werewolf. Okay, no. That Taylor guy? Yeah. No. You were... No, you no, were, I can't... I just saw him in some, like, awful B-rated movie. I'll tell you what. I can't watch him. He's those weird. Two, those two's careers could not have gone in oh, completely polar exactly, opposites. Exactly, exactly. Robert Pattinson, who was in Harry Potter, who was a vampire who, like, sparkled when they went into the sunshine, I lamented and loathed that series because I knew it was stupid. I just knew it was dumb, right? Well, I, I didn't like any of those actors when that was going on. No. I, I didn't. I could. I mean, I think, like, is it Kristen Stewart or Kirsten? Kristen. Kristen Stewart. Like, I think she's probably a good actress. I'm finally giving her. Yeah, she was nominated for an Academy Award. She was. I'm probably giving her her space. Yeah. But I was so judgy without ever having watched one episode of that whole crew. I do want to say, though, over the years, Robert Pattinson has definitely grown on me and I like him. But that other guy? sure. No way. Yeah. He sucks. He's only going to do like weird notebook movies or something. I agree. It's universally Team Edward, which is why I picked Team Jacob. You picked Team Jacob? Yeah. I hate that series so much, even though I haven't watched any of it. I've never read a book. I've never seen I don't any know interviews. About it, you know? I'm choosing the werewolf, fully knowing that the werewolf loses out in the end. Yeah, creepy. Okay. This is singular to you because I have not watched this series either, but I know you have, and I know you have an opinion on it, even though I spoiled it in the new iteration of the show. Okay. Should Carrie have ended up with Big? So, you know, I did not watch that show very regularly at okay. all. I was I would say I was a very irregular watcher. Okay. Like I can only name like two of Carrie's boyfriends, big and I, I don't know. Uh, big and small. Yeah, big and small. Um should what was the question again? Should Carrie Should Carrie have ended up with Big? Carrie should always end up with Big. Why? Well, it's just the dynamic between the two of them is I think Was it a tumultuous relationship? It was. Did he um, treat her bad? Was there some philandering involved? Well, was there some exploration of entanglements? I didn't. I didn't watch it enough uh-huh. to know all the dirty details. Okay. I do think that uh, Big had a commitment issue for sure. Don't. Okay. Don't all males. Don't all males. But I also wanted to say that Carrie, um, naively, even in her adult self had expectation issues okay. as well. So Were they lofty expectation issues? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I think, So it's her fault. Well, Makes I just sense. think it's both of their fault. Okay. And I think but I still think in spite of that, they had the potential to have a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally don't, I haven't watched it. I have no idea. I was waiting for you to be the 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 light in the dark well, as it relates to this. Here's kind of the problem. There was a backstory on that movie. So the TV show. Or TV show, Christopher Noth? Noth? Noth. Noth? Christopher Noth. I mean, like, I mean, horrible misogynist fooling around stuff. Aren't we all? I mean, like, horrible. Yeah. Like, I last, I mean, I I hate a white man as much as anybody else. Like, the wife had said, I think they live in Hawaii or something, the wife had said, you stay in New York for a while. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that was coming out was so, and in fact, it it affected, like, when they were going to do, what is it they do the, what do they call it for the show? You know, all the interviews before the show. Oh, the publicity? All the publicity tours and all that. So I just see him as, you know, sadly, no more law and order. He's just going to be no more sex in the city. 
He's locked in a hotel room in somewhere in New York being as sad as can be. That's probably why they killed him on a Peloton in the ah, new show. did they? Yeah. Okay, there I already go. spoiled that on a previous okay. podcast. Yeah, well then that, that was an appropriate ending. Yep. If you guys want to watch Deb have a very hard opinion, here's this one. Were you team Jennifer or team Angelina? Oh. <laughs> Listen, I am team Jennifer. Oh, yeah. 100%. You can literally put my neck in a guillotine and I will be screaming Jennifer all day long. Yeah. I think that poor girl was just wronged. Every which way. Here's what, I, here's what I'm curious about. And again, we, we were probably alienating some of this audience who doesn't know half the things that we're talking about because they're just not old enough to experience it. Or they just turned off a long time ago because they're bored with it. That's true too. We lose all of our listenership within 30 <laughs> minutes of the podcast. Everybody had, I, I, I mean more than probably anything else we've talked about, everybody, every single person had an opinion on the dynamic of Brad Pitt and... Uh, Jennifer and Brad Pitt and Angelina, everybody. And everybody thought, well, he left her, Jennifer, mm-hmm. because all she wanted was just to be his wife. She didn't want kids. She didn't want a family. Okay. Is that true? Well, that I think did? that was the belief. Oh, okay. Because we've seen that now in other relationships with her in, in, since then. With Angelina, it was like, how many kids do you want? And I, I think that made sense to him in the moment. It also made sense that she was... Um, the monster movie star that she was. Right. It also made sense that she was drop dead gorgeous and right. that she has an edge to her, which we can all agree on is attractive because it's like, is she going to boil my bunny? I agree with all that. And so I don't think it was a, when his choice was obviously she's beautiful. I married this woman for a reason. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want the same things that I want. And this sucks that this is going to be so public, but I'm going to go for this other woman who's equally as beautiful and who wants all those things I want and who might murder me in my sleep. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. That being said, in no way can you be Team Angelina. Never. I mean, no. I mean, you can say she's a great actress. You can say she does terrific things for different charities and a big philanthropist. I mean, say all that. And a philanderer. And a philanderer. Um, You can say a ton of things, but guess what? No, 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 no. You can't pick her. You can't pick her. It's impossible. It's, it's, and it's, I don't even think that she's a bad person because it's not her fault. It's Brad Pitt's fault, right? It's Brad Pitt's, well, it's Brad Pitt's fault, but here were the things that she did. I mean, clearly Jennifer um, Aniston was a victim in that. Totally. Thing, okay. Yep. And even if they were had a rocky marriage, the way that all went down so publicly was was terrible. Horrible. But I can remember one of the first interviews before, like they had children. You know, she just had the um, two young um, Vietnamese boys or Cambodian boys that she had adopted, yeah. right? And she was, I think, she was being interviewed by Vanity Fair, and she said, "I love nothing better than thinking about telling my children how I met their father." you know, falling in love, da, 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 da. Well, are you also going to mention to him that he was married to another woman? Yeah. I mean, like, come on. And what are you doing saying this publicly? That doesn't feel like that's a proud thing. And what about Jennifer? She's still here. Like, I mean, do you care at all for that woman's feelings or do you really not see yourself in any way culpable? I also think one of the best things Jennifer Aniston did once they broke up, she starred in that movie with Vince Vaughn, The Breakup, Mm -hmm. which is just like, Perfect for what she went through. Right. And she was 
drop dead gorgeous in that movie. She was beautiful. Drop yep. dead gorgeous. And then she did what every woman would probably do. She dated the total opposite of what she was married to, right? Yep. She dated Vince Vaughn, yep. the funny guy who maybe drinks a little too much, a little bit overweight, who's a little sometimes. overweight, yep. but who's going to make you laugh every single day. And here's the thing. Don't we know? I mean, we would have said ahead of time. I mean, I would have said this, that if he had married Angelina Jolie, and should they have children, like if it didn't work out, buddy, she is going to crucify you. She is going to take all of her toys and all of your toys, and she is going to go home, yeah. and she is going to try to make you look like dog do. It's no and surprise sure that Brad Pitt is working more now post-divorce yeah. than he was prior. Yeah, That's not sure. a shock to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Deb, this takes me back to middle school. Okay. Are you team NSYNC or team Backstreet Boys? Okay, tell me who the most famous person on each of them were. Okay, well, NSYNC, super easy. JT, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. The version of Justin Timberlake on the Backstreet Boys would have been Nick Carter. Oh, no, I got to go with Justin Timberlake. But are you playing out the long game? Now, granted, I well, know you weren't actively okay, listening to NSYNC love... and Backstreet Boys while the music was playing, but like okay, you can't I'll play it you out what... now. Okay, no, I'm going to tell you this. I didn't really care about Justin Timberlake until he got a little older. That's good. That from For legal ramifications, that's good. Right. I mean, like I like his music now, uh-huh. okay? The Aaron Carter thing, that whole group... Well, that's, no. that's Nick Carter's little brother is Aaron Carter. Or Nick Carter, that whole group, no. But there's the third one. J.C. Chazé. Nick Lachey. That group. What oh, was that group? Uh, uh, 30-something degrees? I don't know. Hold on. Now I got to look this up. The, the, the millennials are killing me right now. Nick Lachey. Hold on. Let's get in this. You like Nick Lachey more than you like either of those two? Well... I think 98 degrees, 98 degrees, not 36 degrees. Yeah. I was, I had Celsius in my head. So here's what I would have been looking at. It wouldn't, all the music would have been that, that, that to me. Do you mean like boys bouncing around, shaking their fists? Yeah. Do you back mean, streets back. It, all right. Exactly. So I would, it's gonna be me. I would have seen all the music and dancing as the same in my mind. Fair. Okay. It was, um, I think I just generally speaking, cause this is not a detailed thing for me. Looking at the groups, yeah. I would have said I would have liked the look of the Nick Lachey group. For, oh, the Nick Lachey group only had three guys or four guys. Was it three guys or four guys? I think I it thi- was four guys. But they they didn't have the, the coveted five. But you also like it because Nick Lachey is a good looking dude. And the other and there was four guys, three of which looked like they were all brothers. And then one who looked like their balding father. <laughs> okay, there okay? you go. And I would say this from a look standpoint. Yeah. In sync had Justin Timberlake, Nick Lachey, not Nick Lachey, Justin Timberlake, J.C. Chazé, yeah. and who was the one who came out gay? Uh, oh, I know which one, but I don't know. Now name. I got to Google. I don't this. know their name. Yes, you do. Lance Bass. Oh, Lance Bass. Those oh, three yeah, yeah, yeah. still very good looking guys. Very good looking guys, and have done have have done something with their careers yeah. beyond that. Yeah. The other two, Chris Kirkpatrick, who had like cornrows, nope. and Joey Fatone. Not attractive men. No, but Joey Fatone manages to get work all the time. Guy Fieri loves Joey Fatone. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's done some. Uh, he's done some diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah. With Joey, Joey Fatone, Fatone shows shows up on like weird talk show, game show things. Yeah, and, yeah. I would say, from an aesthetic standpoint, the Backstreet Boys much better looking, much, much better looking. 
Nick Carter. And then you've got Howie, that dark guy, the real dark guy. His name, Kevin. Oh, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Former male model. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Smoke yeah. show. People probably ask him how much he weighs, right? All the time. <laughs> he was the tallest one in the group he's, as well. He's not offended by it either. No, he, he loves it. He, well, yeah, because he's just happy that people notice him <laughs> after his career. Here's where I go with it. New Kids on the Block was like the first game in town, right? Like For sure. You did New Kids on the Block before you did any of this stuff. They grabbed those Mickey Mouse kids and ran with them. Ooh, I don't think so. Wasn't Justin Timberlake Mickey Mouse? Justin Timberlake's on NSYNC. New Kids oh, on the Block, block. would have been okay. in the 80s. Okay. So Oh, I, New Kids on the Block. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's New Kids on the Block. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Donnie and the gang. Exactly. Mark Wahlberg's older brother. Right. So then that led to the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I think I remember the Backstreet Boys first, which is why I gravitated to the Backstreet Boys, because mm. I thought they were like, I forgot the New Kids on the Block existed, but I thought like, oh, these five good-looking guys who can sing and dance, Backstreet Boys is it, and then NSYNC came in. But once you realize they only have like three albums in them, and yeah. then they're all going to break up, I very clearly understood with NSYNC breaking up, it was going to either be Justin Timberlake or J.C. Chazé. That's it. There was nobody else who was going to do anything, including all of them. And then Nick Carter went crazy. Yeah. We got introduced to Aaron Carter. He is like off really the reservation. Crazy. Yep. Yep. And I just give credit because I think all of the in sync guys are pretty good. Like they're yep. living off their royalties. Yep. They they came together for some like VMA thing a couple years back. That seemed to be cool enough. I think they're all fine. I think the Backstreet Boys fall was much, 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 much harder. Yeah. yeah than I, that. No, I agree. I mean, if you if you if you talk about Drugs, alcohol yeah. problems, those kind of things. I think sure. it was a severe dose of reality once you stop playing sold out arenas. But I will say this. At the time, I knew exactly what side I was on. It was on the Backstreet Boys. All right. We mentioned her earlier. Mm-hmm. Were you Brittany or Christina? So that is really like hard. But if I take myself back to that place and just be. Yeah then I think I'm absolutely Brittany. 100%. If, if we can place like, ourselves... Wipe out all the stuff yeah. I know now. And I think I'm just Brittany. 23-ish years ago, she was it. Yeah. Like, yep. Christina came in her wake, and she was clearly good. And has she the was, most unbelievable voice in the world. She, without a doubt, sings better than Britney Spears. Of like, course. that's not even a like, thing. It's not a thing. She dances better than Britney yep. Spears. She's far more talented, but it was Britney. It was Britney... Yep. Always. Yep. And I think that's why Christina was like one of the first female singers who was like kind of curated, mm-hmm. who like turned quote unquote bad. Right. Right. right, right. She was one of the first one to do that because she needed to get out of Britney's shadow because the shadow was huge. Right. And so right. she was like, well, I just turned 19. Watch me just sex this whole thing up. But that was in response to her not being able to actually compete. With Britney. Right, right. It's always Britney. Right. Always. Well, I mean, if you talk about talent, like I can remember the first couple times I saw um, Aria, Aria, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. I was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. Look at that little thing. Yeah. She's just so gorgeous. She's about as big as these tripods in here. And didn't pay attention to her voice really at all, right? Yeah. I mean, that girl, come on. She could be awful looking. And that voice yeah. is absolutely incredible. 
I think I think Christina Aguilera is that way. Agreed. I mean, I really believe like they are on par with one another. Brittany, not so much in the singing thing, but here's what Brittany's got. A well-loved fan base, right? I mean, oh, yeah. they love her, obviously loyal throughout the years. And I'll tell you this, she's a darn good entertainer. For sure. But it's Britney Spears. It's Britney Spears. Yep. Amongst. Is it true she's pregnant? That's what she said. She okay. thought she had a food baby. It turned out it was a real one. Wow. And that woman's now in charge of her own life. Good and, for Britney. And her baby. <laughs> Staying musically with women who predate Britney and Christina. Okay. Do you know where I'm going to go with this? I don't. It's a three-way. Okay. Mariah or Whitney or Celine. Mm, okay. I know for sure. Hit me with your for sure. Uh, Whitney. Oh, here's the problem. There's it no just question. went so bad it for went, her. Now listen, it went so bad. And here's the thing. I was never a Celine fan. I mean, I appreciate her music. Of course. But I saw Celine in concert in Vegas when she was there the first time. Yeah. One of the most unbelievable perf- performances in the world. Yeah. I mean, like, I was in love with her for a while. Yeah. It, it, it faded, but, you know. Right. An incredible performer. Mariah, do I know she has a great voice and can sing 22 octaves or whatever? Yeah. I do. Not my cup of tea. I am Whitney all day long. Listen, I had trouble through the whole Bobby Brown thing and all of that. Yeah, they're not a great, not, not a great, a great time. deal. I mean, I am when so... When you introduce a mega superstar to crack cocaine, that's not cool, Bobby. It's bad. I mean, her having a daughter, that whole thing, all yeah. of that is just heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. But if we're talking about the height of music... It's got to be Whitney all day long. And she was gorgeous. She was gorgeous. This, she was the photo gorgeous. that I'm looking at right now, I mean. Unbelievably beautiful. Stunning. Yeah. And, and, we, and here's what we all know. We all know that in order to be a performer, you have to have something wrong with you on the scale of which these three women were performers, right? There's clearly something right. wrong with you. Now, I don't think it's innate. I just think it happens over time. Something it's, quirky. You're something living, quirky. You're living a life that's not real. Exactly. It's over the top. It's everyday hyperbolic. You're worshiped for doing something that you could do as a little kid. So you don't truly appreciate what it means to other people, yet they treat you like a demigod, right? Matthew McConaughey, I just read an article and they were asking like, you know, he moved his whole family back to Austin permanently. I mean, they've been back there for a number of years now. Let's go horns. And he said it was unconscionable to him to raise his children in California Yeah, because they could, he said, the paparazzi doesn't want to live in Austin. So, you know, for him, it's no problem. He right. goes, they live a really normal life down there, yeah. right? But he said, our kids could have never done all the normal things had we been in California. I love Celine. I think she's like, I just always think of her as like super stoic. She's right? getting she, weird though. She's almost like lately? militaristic with the way yeah. she performs. Yeah. I don't ever remember Mariah performing, but I'm sure it was really good. But you just never like assumed she was ever yeah. going to show up for anything. But I can remember being young and and watching Whitney Houston and saying, you're watching something special. Yes. You know you're seeing someone great and perform. See, for me, it would have been if you were out and about and Whitney's music came on. Yeah. I mean, everybody was up and dancing. You want to dance with somebody. The be- you you want to feel the heat with, with somebody. somebody. All day long. It's true. Plus, you remind me a lot of Tina Turner. And I freaking yeah, love yeah, Tina I Turner. I love Tina Turner. Yeah. All right. We have one more. And this one actually has an answer to it. Okay. I mean, my opinion could be wrong if I pick something else. Is that sure. what you're saying? Okay, go ahead. Deb, do you pronounce it GIF or JIF? Oh, I think it's GIF. The creator yeah. of the GIF JIF says it's with a soft G like giraffe. Oh, interesting. 
I always pronounced it as GIF. GIF. I think it's GIF too. But then on Jeopardy, they had this as a question and it was pronounced GIF like the peanut butter. See, the problem, here's the problem. If you put a J on it like GIF, you're going to think of the peanut butter. You're just going to think J-I-F. That's what it's going to be all day long. Totally. And the spelling of it is important, G-I-F. Yep. That's why I think it needs to be a hard G. Across the board, every single generation, the majority of people, like over 60% for everybody, thought it was a hard G. Okay. Well, then we're right. No, you're wrong. The creator <laughs> says, you're wrong. We have clearly just taken it and adopted it and called it a GIF now, yeah. as opposed to a GIF. Kind of the way we got rid of one of those spaces at the end of a sentence. Millennials ruin Everything. everything. Two spaces? I don't want that. That's too hard. Right. Pronouncing words the right way? Not cool. Too much. I don't want it. I don't want it. Get it out of here. And hey, listen, honesty and and humble are not the same thing. They are not. Unless they're interpreted by the person receiving it as the other thing that you intended. Then that's still on you, I guess. I guess. I mean, can we do like H with a little baby U down underneath it? Well, then it would not be an acronym. Good acronym. Yeah. That would be kind of like putting like into the second power. Nerd vibes. Nerd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. I just, I remember the dress debate, the doors and wheels spurred this on. And I thought, what are some dumb Kevin, things? These are good things to bring up though. The, the stuff, the, the Yanni Laurel stuff that I forgot about. Oh my God. So good. How to draw different X's. Oh, here's a good one too. This was one that- I that, mean, what it, what is crazy to me about this, and I'm so yeah. glad you did it, is that I'm still so opinionated. As you as you should be. You have a podcast. Right. exactly. The last one. This is one that just popped in my brain. Okay. If a horse wore pants, how would it wear pants? On its hind legs. So like covering its waist and its backside? It would, Or yeah. would it have all four legs that have pants? Oh, no, no, no. Just on the backside. So, so if the horse stood up tall. It could use its it hooves, could use its hooves to, to, to do something. Yeah. That's how I interpret it. That's too. how I interpret it. Yeah. That, no. Well, that's the right way. Well, no, because that's not the functional way. Because yeah. it has four legs. It doesn't have two legs and then ambidextrous legs. Does it have legs. four legs? Yeah. I don't know. So some would say that it would have to come up to like its mid chest and no. then go around. No. It's going just like up over its parts in the middle. There's a belt and it's done. Horse pants. Horse pants. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ed told me. Anything else that comes to your mind that I forgot? To no, mention but as debates. I, I like this. Yeah. We have to do this periodically. I think we just went back 20 years. So if I can find more at a later podcast, I'll happily do that. But I, it was fun to get into the mentality of seventh grade Kev yeah. when, the, when the Backstreet Boys were huge and being like, why did I like them more than I liked NSYNC? Because I did. NSYNC has aged better as, as a band, but man, seventh grade, 13 year old Kev, he was about those Backstreet Boys. Well, and I mean, it's interesting because somebody was screaming Mariah as I was saying Whitney, right? True. I mean, yeah. it's inevitable. Let us know in the comments. Let us know. We want to know. That's going to do it for this Thursday episode of the Deb and Kev Pod. Remember to like, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. And you can follow us on all of our social channels at Deb and Kev Pod. And if we forgot one of the hotly contested internet debates, DM us, let us know, and we'll reserve them for another episode. Mom, I love you to death. I love you, baby. We'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Dev and Kev podcast. Remember to like and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow Deb and Kev on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter at Dev and Kev pod.